0: It's about you, your health, your family, and your community. This is Sunday Morning Magazine with your host, Rodney Lear. And good morning. Welcome to another edition of Sunday Morning Magazine on Rodney Lear. Remember, more information about the show can be found on our Facebook page. Visit us at Sunday Morning Magazine with Rodney Lear on Facebook. Head there now, like us there now, and join the conversation there this morning. You can also listen to the show anytime you like. Just find your favorite podcast app and look for Sunday Morning Magazine with Rodney Lear and subscribe there. You can go to the iTunes store or podcast one. We began this morning with Arthur KJ Del Antonia. The title of the book is How to Be a Happier Parent, Raising a Family, Having a Life and Loving Almost Every Minute. It's our pleasure to welcome KJ Del Antonia to Sunday morning magazine.
1: Thanks for having me.
0: No problem. Now I know that you are a journalist. Tell us very briefly about some of the publications you work with over the years.
1: I started out with Slate magazine, but then I spent most of my time as a Family columnist at the New York Times, where I ran and edited the Mother blog, which eventually became Well Family, covering both the personal aspects of parenting and but also the societal and policy things that sort of impact our family lives as a whole.
0: Okay, so when you were writing the blog and um, working with parents and talking to parents and communicating with parents, what were some of the most often asked questions you received about parenting?
1: you know there are just some things that everybody is concerned about on a on like a a personal level i mean we're, we're we're all talking about sort of how policy impacts our families let's put that aside and just go to straight to the things that are worrying us as individuals which are often things like um screen time helping kids with our homework how do i get my kids to do their chores um, what do I do when my kids do something um wrong like it's it's you know how do I discipline them? Those are things that that concern all of us. okay,
0: good. So let me ask you this. I'm just curious, you know, you know you wrote for the New York Times, you did this blog about parenting. so then is there a lot of pressure on you because people are coming to you for advice? Do they expect you then to be the perfect parent and know all the answers?
1: I'm just supposed to be the perfect journalist and help find all the answers. Uh, I was <laughs> literally in the grocery store yesterday and, and ran into a parent of, of other kids in one of my kids' class, and she said, Oh, you know, I really liked what you wrote the other day or whatever. And two of my kids are, they're like standing there slugging it out in the grocery store I was in at the time. And I'm just like, yeah, look, I'm totally rocking it. And she's like, yeah, I know, we're all right there. So, um, no, I am, no, this is not a memoir, How to Be a Happier Parent. It is not the story of how I do it right and you should do it with me. This is all the stuff that I learned in researching how to get it better. And it gets better around here every day, but it sure isn't perfect.
0: Okay, so generally speaking, you just talked about this. You talked about rocking it. How confident are most parents about their parenting skills? do they second guess themselves or do they think you know i'm rocking this i'm killing this parenting thing how do most parents feel
1: most parents are second guessing in at least a couple of areas what i think is fun is that most of us do feel like we're rocking it in some area but we typically don't focus on that like you know so you're not really going you know what i manage to do every day pretty successfully uh you know we're my kids are never late for school Or, or, you know, I put a healthy meal or a good meal on the table every night. No, we're not like patting ourselves on the back for that. We're going, oh, but my kids, you know, they never clear the dishes after the healthy meal. So we're always focusing on the things we don't get right. If you can, you know, spending some time giving yourself that little, that little pat, it really does contribute to your happiness. In fact, academics measure parental happiness based on how satisfied we feel with whether or not we're getting this job done pretty well. Okay. you feel a little more satisfied and you'll and you'll feel happier. You don't even have to do anything different.
0: <laughs> so let's talk about the book. You say you wrote this book because of this one question. Why isn't this any fun? Tell me about that. Good. And is that hard to admit for most parents?
1: You know, I think we're so deep in this culture of over-parenting and run, 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 and if you're not helping your kids do all the things you're not doing right by them, that we're actually not as focused on this question as we should be. I think most of us, um, uh, you know, there, there's sort of the initial surprise when you have the, the, the baby and the kids and you get mired in this, and then very quickly, it just becomes the way it is. You know, Mm -hmm. everyone is frantic from three to five when they're either trying to figure out where their kids can be while they're still at work or or trying to get them to all of their activities. Everyone is frantically managing the carpool. Everybody's trying to figure out how to get from um, soccer practice to Suzuki violin in less than four minutes when they're six miles away. Um, (laughs) So we that looks normal to people. And the thing is that while that may be the standard, especially in If you're working two jobs at McDonald's, those are different problems. But other beyond that, this is a problem that really stretches across income and gender, and it affects only parents, and it affects partnered parents. And we're all sort of used to this crazy pace of having to do all the things for our kids. And we actually need to spend a little more time going, wait a minute. Um, First of all, I'm the grown-up, and I ought to be getting – How to be making this grown-up thing look good and enjoying it a little bit more. And secondly, maybe it's not actually good for them that I do all the things for them all the time.
0: And in case you're just tuning in, we're speaking to author K.J. Delantonia. The title of the book is How to Be a Happier Parent, Raising a Family, Having a Life, and Loving Almost Every Minute. So let's talk about the research process that went into this book because you sampled data for more than 1,000 parents. Is that right?
1: Yeah, well, we so we did. I worked with an academic um, colleague at Fordham University. They're they're sort of amazed to study to look at whether your survey is demographically reflective of the United States, and we did that. And we did um, reach out to slightly more than a thousand people. They didn't all answer every question, so most of, most of the questions you typically are you know somewhere in the nine hundred people range. But we were looking at things like, so we'd ask them how satisfied they were with. Uh, their life, and how effective they felt as parents, because like I said, that's the academic measure of happiness. And then we try to look at what they were actually doing, like when it came to meals. Whose needs were they considering? The kids, just theirs, or both? Um, when it came to homework, how much time were they spending, you know, sort of hand in glove with the kid and getting things done, and, and things like that. We asked a lot of questions just trying to get at, like, what are people who feel happier actually doing on a day-to-day basis?
0: Good. So let's get down to this. Let's talk about some of the advice that you give in the book. Um, You talked about this earlier, you know, getting the kids out of the door um, in the morning. How do you, what advice would you give parents very simply to make the morning routine a little bit better? Uh,
1: The the number one piece of advice is to go to bed earlier, but everybody hates that piece of advice and I won't get
0: too deep into it,
1: but it's And if you actually do what we talked earlier, if we do a little bit less in the evenings, everybody's a little readier to go to bed and things can get better. But the other really cool things about mornings is that mornings feel huge because there is so much at stake, right? That kids got to get to school and they got to have their musical instrument and their gym shoes and their homework and all the things. And and like, you know, they got to be on time. But the truth is that there's nothing at stake. If they get to school and they don't have any of those things, there will be no long-term ramifications for anyone. So morning is a great time to let your kids take over those things themselves. Because, you know, will they be unhappy momentarily if they get to school without their gym shoes? Might they have a bad day? Yes. But, uh, you know, it's a great moment for them to sort of learn to take these things on themselves. And while you can really... Really, truly, rest assured in the comfortable knowledge that it's not—you know—all you're doing is helping them learn something. You're not—you're not messing with them in any way. So, and for most of us, unless you have to, like, you know, unless it's sort of one of those the kids has to be dropped off at 7:58 because I got to clock in at 8:05, and I've got—you know— for most of us, the kids can be two minutes late for school without us being two minutes late late for work. Right. Like, you know, most of us don't have it set up quite so tightly. Same deal. They're late. It's not on you. That's on them. (laughs) They're going to feel the pain of it. And somebody else is going to make them. You don't even have to do the hard bit or you make them feel bad. Somebody else is on that. I think (laughs) mornings are a great time to kind of just take advantage of the fact that the world is very prepared to teach your kids some lessons.
0: All right. Very quickly, um, so I know we're running out of time this morning, but, you know, as growing up, me and my brother, we never got along. We would fight all the time. We would drive my parents crazy. But you say that, and looking back on it, and now we're best of friends now, of course. What what can children learn from their sibling relationships?
1: You know, it's, it's good for them. All that friction and all that bumping up and having to figure out how to get along. Um, you know, not to say that only children are, aren't in great shape because that's just a different way of growing up. But if you've got that sibling relationship, know that there are actually benefits to all those painful hours of bickering. You're learning to live with other people, um, learning to make adjustments, learning to negotiate. Uh, I've got a kid who I think is going to go into the U.N. from all the, the time he spends <laughs> trying to make peace between his three si- siblings. So, um, you know, there's, there's some really important good stuff happening there. And and I, I love hearing the part where people grow up and, and they stay friends because, like I said, I had two of them popping each other in the grocery store yesterday.
0: <laughs> so um, finally this morning, we're running out of time. You know, there are a lot of parenting books out there. What makes your book unique?
1: I think what makes it unique is that there's nothing in there that's going to make you feel sad, feel guilty about the things you're already doing. What it is, is that's it's a really practical look at um, the things we can't change and how to feel better about them, and then the things that we can change and how to do it a little better so that we're enjoying things a little more. All
0: right. Well, we're out of time again. The title of the book again, KJ, is what?
1: It's How to Be a Happier Parent. Raising a family, having a life, and loving almost every minute.
0: All right. And how can our listeners get a copy of it if they would like to get a copy of the book?
1: Any bookstore. Everywhere books are sold.
0: All right. All right. Well, thank you so much. I enjoyed talking to you. Thank you so much. You have a nice day.
1: You too. Thank you.
0: We've been speaking to author K.J. Antonia. Again, for more information on the book or more information about the show, you can reach out to us on our Facebook page, Sunday Morning Magazine with Rodney Lear. Head there now, like us there now, and join the conversation there as well. We'll be back with more Sunday Morning Magazine right after this. More to come. Stay with us.